0: Well, we got, uh, we're talking Memphis, Missouri. we got Corey Stott. He is the general manager of a couple of radio stations, one in Bloomfield, one in Memphis, Missouri. Welcome to the program, Corey. Thank you. I appreciate it. Well, first, before we get talking, let's get the website up because a lot of my listeners like to look at the website uh, while we're listening so we can kind of find out a little bit more about this radio station and uh, the communities that you guys cover.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Our website is hometownradio.net and uh, as you mentioned we do have two uh, stations that are part of our radio group and uh, that's kind of our home base for most stations there on that website uh, we have a new staff person that just started last month her name's Whitney Danos uh, she is actually based in our Bloomfield office but she is in the process of upgrading and improving our website so there's going to be a lot of changes and new things coming to our website here in the next several weeks and months as we roll along so uh encourage people to uh stay tuned for that we're also in the process of getting a new app put together where uh, we can push things notification wise and some of our services more directly to our uh listeners so uh yeah that's kind of what we've got going on with the digital
0: well uh you uh you're your radio station and our podcast uh, uh cover kind of small towns uh in areas where they're kind of overlooked by the bigger markets uh you guys are kind of uh, uh the real source of uh, all information uh and news uh for the people that live in this small small area of the country uh uh tell us a little bit about what that area looks like and who you who you're covering and uh, uh what it means to these areas
1: yeah so We've got our two stations, 100.5 KMEM-FM in Memphis, and we've got uh, uh, 106.9 FM KUDV in Bluefield, Iowa. Between those two stations, we basically start with our listening area uh, down south of here in Macon, Missouri, which is about an hour and a half or so south of us, and that goes all the way north to, uh, uh, you know, north of Oskaloosa, Fairfield, up that direction on the northern end. Uh, We go from just across the Mississippi River on the east side over in like Hancock County, Illinois, and we go all the way west toward uh, Putnam County Unionville, Missouri, Centerville, Iowa. We got a pretty broad swath of Northeast Missouri and Southeast Iowa that we cover. We have 11 counties in Missouri that we cover. Uh, I used to be able to tell you how many counties in Iowa. I can't tell you that number off the top of my head right now, but uh, you can kind of visualize it. It's a pretty good uh, radius of area, but everything kind of started for us with K back on March 29th of 1982, a man named Sam Berkowitz and his wife, Sheila, uh, and they both still live right here in our community. They started this station in 82, a uh, 3,000-watt station. It was based in a local motel where they made some office space, and uh, it was on a community service license. Basically, as you alluded to, it, it's a uh, Kind of a, a an area that tends to be an information black hole uh as far as the bigger markets are concerned so sam's vision was to have a true and really back in in that period there are also Newspaper coverage really wasn't that. There's a lot more newspapers in this area than what there was in that period too. So really there wasn't a good local source of local news, local sports, just local information from local people about local people. And that's how this station really came to fruition. And as we have grown to two stations and, and we've grown into the hometown radio group we've really tried to uh and and really that's why we call ourselves what we do hometown radio group we are trying to be the hometown station for these communities uh their go-to source for what's going on in my backyard whether it be news sports weather what have you that's really what our mission is here
0: well uh you guys are, are, are uh the reason why people go to that area of uh, your state uh from iowa is it like to go to rutledge uh to that hillbilly auction Uh would uh, like to go to Arbilla, to the catfish place uh what are some of the other reasons why you hear about people coming to that part of the state it's ironic you say that because my salesperson that works here in
1: my office with me stacy we were actually just talking about the rutledge flea market just a few minutes ago good timing yeah rutledge flea market colony store um that run the Colony store. Uh, their relatives are the same Husteds that started Wall Drug Store out of South Dakota. Uh, they were actually friends with my grandfather, who's from Goran, Missouri, which also happens to be uh, the former stomping grounds of Miss Ellie Ewing. So uh, we have the Downing House Museum here in Memphis that features a lot of Ellie Ewing artifacts that, that are unique and local to this area because she lived most of her uh, much of her life in this area. Um, we've got a uh, you know keith's cafe here in memphis ever keith and his wife zelda started that and ran it for years and years it became a famous uh, little diner in this community uh, catfish place uh, in our village just east of memphis uh, you know down uh bering lake between memphis and edina we've got uh Kirksmills an hour drive away from here we've got the uh schuyler county depot uh, the downing depot museum in uh, downing over in schuyler county um there's just a a lot of really neat local history in all of these communities clark county you know the the home of the battle of Athens historical site um you know a lot of great conservation areas here in northeast missouri um we have a lot of people uh when when fall rolls around our community doubles and triples in size because all the out-of-state hunters roll into town and you know, for all the the consternation sometimes that people have about all the people that, that flow in, it's really neat to have those people come in because they get to see with their own eyes what we're all about up here when they normally wouldn't get to do that. So, um, word is kind of slowly getting out about the great things that are going on up in this part of the country.
0: Well, it's just, it's a short <laughs> drive. It's a beautiful drive. Uh, I I just see a lot of beauty uh, uh, when I drive around that area. Uh, Tell our listeners who maybe haven't been there or have been there in a while, what kind of terrain and, and what kind of God's goodness that they're going to see when they travel through this area.
1: Well, for the most part, you're going to see the uh, rolling hills that uh, are a result of the glacial till that happened back uh, way back eons and eons ago. Um, as you get kind of west of our listening area you start to get into what used to be some of the native prairie areas that's a little flatter but uh, they're in putnam county and coming all the way east to the river it's it's rolling hills Um, When we get over in Clark County on the eastern edge, we drop down into the Mississippi River Valley, of course. Um, Of course, just north of us in the Kiyosauqua area, you get up into the uh, Des Moines River Valley, you know, where you've got the Des Moines River meanders through Lacey State Park and and some of those areas. So just generally your glacial till, rolling hills, uh, uh, you know, a a pretty good mix of cropland, pasture land, timber, um, just... You know really a little bit kind of a cross-section of all the things that when you read your textbook about all the great
0: resources this country had back in its infancy a little bit of all of that is pretty well showcased here in northeast missouri mm-hmm. well tell me about maybe some industries down there that that maybe people don't know about maybe some big employers or, or maybe some products that are made there that we don't know about well uh
1: probably the two biggest employers here in our immediate community in Memphis are the hospitals, and County Hospital and Rural Health Clinics and uh, the school. Uh, we have a lot of people actually travel to Kiyosauqua, Iowa and work for Hill Phoenix uh, at their manufacturing plant where they do refrigerated display cases for you know, Walmart and all your other large chain stores uh, that, that use those products. Um, we have a couple manufacturing businesses close here. There's one in Milton, Iowa with States Manufacturing. They make a wide assortment of uh, steel products. Uh, all states manufacturing here in Memphis does uh, pretty well the same type of work. Um, over in Lancaster, uh, I think it's hard advanced systems. They uh, A lot of these big factories like John Deere and Otumwa that use automated uh, you know production equipment, uh, this business in Lancaster are the folks that, that engineer, design, and build a lot of those automated systems for the big boys. Um, so we've got... Uh, You know, world-class equipment being made right here in Schuyler County, Missouri, the county just to the west of us, a little community no bigger than than here in Scotland County. yeah, you know, we've got a lot of agricultural-type businesses, uh, feed, seed, chemical uh, providers, but that's a whole new world than what we're used to when you and I were growing up. Uh, uh, nowadays, we've got the GPS equipment and the satellite equipment and the computers that are all on board, uh, those those custom application machines. So our, our people that are coming back to run custom application equipment for our ag businesses, they're not just jumping in the sprayer or jumping in the tractor and, and going to the field and, and running it like we're used to back when we were growing up these are people that are installing and calibrating satellite and GPS type equipment so even the agriculture industry is becoming pretty high-tech around here
0: yeah well tell me, tell me about some restaurants or some uh, lakes or something that people would like to, to... now you're
1: speaking my language <laughs> Oh, I tell you, we have we have some, We are blessed with some great dining options around this part of the country. And I'm going to apologize to some of the listeners because I'm, I'm I know I'm going to leave some off, and it's not on purpose, but. Uh you know, over in Clark County, Steve's Family Dining is an institution over there. Uh, they have a, a, a super buffet right there in Clark County in Cahoka, uh, right there on Highway 81 one as you go north through town. Um, as you come back toward Memphis, you've got the Catfish Place in They do a great uh, catfish and chicken buffet and uh, several other items as well. Um, if you're going to go there on a Sunday, get there early because that's, that's a popular destination for the Sunday afternoon crowd. <laughs> Uh, Keith's Cafe and Steakhouse here in Memphis, uh, it has uh, a recent change in ownership, Joy and Troy Alexander took it over from Everett and Zelda, but they've continued the tradition of great food uh, here in Memphis. If you go down to Edina, uh, there's some options there, Lucky's Cafe on the square, uh, new business, the Eagle's Nest is down on the foot of the hill on Highway 15 south of uh, Edina, uh, a good friend of mine, Andy Mallett, uh, operates that business, it's a new business, does a great job, great food. Uh, kind of a combination between a diner and a sports bar and grill just a really fun casual place um buddy's place over in lancaster right there where 136 and 63 intersect that's a great place to eat um oh golly uh there's a new coffee shop in queen city i think it's kingdom cafe i, I hope i got that right but yeah there's a lot of options around here though that's just a, a sampling uh, There's many, many more hidden gems all throughout uh, these communities.
0: Well, you mentioned Edina, Missouri and uh, my uh, grandparents were from Edina, Missouri. Uh, uh, Tell me a little something about Edina, Missouri, I don't know. Well,
1: I think for people, that are from outside of Edina. When you talk about Edina, and they've been there, the first thing that jumps to their mind is that beautiful Catholic church on top of the hill. Um, that that steeple is kind of a local landmark that people identify with the city. Um, that that's that's a very beautiful little uh, uh, building that sits there on top of the hill. Um, You know, Knox County is your typical Main Street small town America type community. Uh, It's agricultural based. Uh, There's a lot of small business. Um, You know, it's it's a school where the kids get a quality education from a quality staff. Um, You know, all all the things that you think of that are the epitome of small town America, Edina checks that box. Um, They've had great sports tradition. They've had great FFA programs. Um, Just a, a really a very friendly uh, community and a great place to raise a family. Um, They're kind of situated halfway between, you know, Canton and Kirksville—they're on Highway Six. They're also on Highway Fifteen, uh, which is another major travel corridor. But uh, yeah, Edina—I I, I, my son actually plays on a on a baseball team. He's an eighth grader, going to be a freshman. He plays with some friends of his that are from Edina on a Knox County baseball team, and he really enjoys being friends with them. Loves playing with them. Uh, Competes with them at track meets, and um, so it's one of those things that even when we're not from the same communities, there's a lot of friendships that cross those county lines. So I guess that's the thing I think of with Edina and Knox County in general is just a lot of friends and uh, um, just good people.
0: Well, what about like festivals? I mean, like parades or or fairs oh, sure. or shopping shopping days or, or or Octoberfest? What What do you guys got down there? For that kind of stuff well the knox
1: county corn fest is a staple there on the uh edina square that's always uh in the summertime. um i don't have the date in front of me so i don't want to speak out and be wrong but the corn fest is always a big deal in edina also the uh, 4-h and ffa fair um, historically that's been there in the middle of july uh, right on the city square as well uh, but they recently did some construction last year and uh, just North of Edina on Highway 15, where the city lake is, there used to be an old golf course there that doesn't exist now. Uh, but on that property, they've put up a new building, and that's the new Knox County Fairgrounds. So uh, the, the county fair has now moved off of the city square and uh, has its own home out at the uh, Knox County Lake, the uh, Edina City Lake, just north of town there. But yeah, Cornfest and the county
0: fair is probably the two big festivals that, that come to mind for me with Knox County. Well, what about the rest of the of the area? You know, is there a, a Memphis Days or anything like that? Does Elvis Presley ever show up? Or?
1: Well, in, in Memphis we always have the Scotland County Antique Fair that uh, usually is around the third week of August. Um, that's a big deal that starts uh, typically on a Wednesday and runs through Sunday. Uh, I'm a member of the local Rotary here. We always have the Rotary bingo tent set up. That's a huge draw for the public. Uh, Bob Wiggins and all of his buddies have their antique tractors polished up ready to go for the Saturday morning parade. Um, they have the tractors parked on display a better part of the week. Anybody that has that distinction for the old type equipment and the old ways of doing things. Antique Fair is a great place to, to check that out. They have an antique tractor pool that happens on Sunday where you can see some of that power in action. Uh, Clark County, they are known for their Clark County Meal Festival that happens in September every year. That's a huge deal. They, they literally draw people from all over the world for that event. Uh, Steve and Becky Krueger, Mike Schantz, and all the other people that help uh, put that uh, event together. Uh, I, I know they've had people from other countries japan and you name it they've probably had somebody there from for that event uh, you wouldn't think the little missouri mule would be that big of a draw but by golly it is
0: <laughs> oh yeah uh everybody loves that kind of stuff and we try to celebrate that kind of thing uh well let's let's transfer it over to sports my man uh um the local radio is it for coverage for these young men and women that are playing sports in the areas that you cover there's not a lot of other games in town uh and if you don't talk about them nobody talks about them so give, give me a little bit about you know what teams you guys are covering uh how they can follow sports through the area through your stations and uh, uh maybe mention some of the really good athletes we could be looking out for
1: Yeah, so a lot of our sports coverage right now, I guess I'll start uh, with more of a regional thing. Uh, Both of our hometown radio stations are St. Louis Cardinal affiliates, so you can catch all the Cardinal action on 106.9 and 100.5 FM. Uh, But yeah, to your point, in terms of local sports, KUDV is a station that we newly acquired a few years ago so there's there's still a lot of development going on with that station Uh, we fully intend to integrate coverage of the Davis County Mustang sports program into our local coverage with that station. Uh, That's still kind of a work in progress but uh, we do uh, try to kind of highlight some things on our social media and, and website with them but KMEM is kind of the anchor for our sports coverage right now. There's five main schools that we cover with that and that would be scotland county clark county knox county schuyler county and putnam county and uh, what we used to do historically during football season when all five schools are playing is we would have one live game that was on the air and then we would record three other games and play them by tape play with the advent of digital technology ...becoming part of radio. Radio is no longer radio, if you will. (laughs) Radio includes streaming. Radio is digital now. And so what we now do is, uh, during football season on any given Friday night, we'll have a live game that's live literally over the air on your transistor radio but we'll probably have three other games that are also live that are coming across our streaming links that are on our website. So uh, any of those five schools that we cover, any given Friday night, you should be able to find their game live somewhere either on our website or uh, on your actual radio. Um, We're still kind of expanding upon that during basketball season. We kind of do more of a a game of the the week We usually cover, cover a couple, two, three games a week on a regular week, tournament week, you know, that can, <laughs> we, we might have 12 games that week. It just depends how the tournament bracket falls. A lot of these schools play each other or, and are in the same tournament. So uh, that becomes a, a big thing. But we're, we're kind of building toward the point where eventually utilizing our streaming technology, we'd like to have where all five of these schools would be all live all the time, uh, regardless of whether they're home or away. Um, we're working toward that. But uh, you know, our sports director here uh, is Mr. Donnie Middleton. He's been here since the beginning of the station in 82. Um, he, he's been doing this for a long time. He's in the Missouri Sports Hall of Fame. So he's widely recognized around here as as uh, being the face of KMEM sports. Um, so yeah, that's, and, and you know, from the general manager's chair, I will tell you just to, to take your point and illustrate it better for your listeners to highlight how important local sports are to these communities. I can safely tell you two thirds of our revenue that we generate uh, through revenue of advertising and sponsorship comes from local sports coverage. That's how these communities view the importance of local sports.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, that, that's that's their only, you know, if you're going to give them that coverage, it's going to cost money. And those those local companies that have that pride and that school are happy to step up. But uh, that's what builds my my network your network everybody anybody that, that's consuming uh local news in the small uh market somebody stepped up and helped provide that coverage and, and uh do you have any sponsors that you want to mention that really do help uh help you get that done uh,
1: people out and I don't want to offend anybody however I will mention one sponsor and I'm only going to do this because they're a little bit unique to the others Mike Johnson and his family have owned the Pepsi distributorship here in town. It used to be the Pepsi Cola bottling company here in Memphis. Well, they no longer do the bottling. It's now a distributorship, but they're still here and it's still family owned. Um, they have been a backer of what we do with sports and this radio station here at KMM since the beginning. And uh, on Friday nights, uh, we have what's called the Pepsi Cola scoreboard show, which is basically where our coaches call in and tell us about their games and, and, uh, you know, we get we give score updates and so on and so forth. And that has been a long-standing tradition here on KMEM is that Pepsi-Cola scoreboard show in football season as well as basketball season on Friday night. So uh, I, I, I would I would highlight them as a, a great sponsor for what we do and sports coverage. But but I can also tell you they do a lot of things directly with the schools that don't involve us. And they're, they're just a really uh, long outstanding great supporter of, of the high school sports programs here in this area and really the communities in general
0: well uh it, it's been uh, fascinating talking to you uh um, i just my guests always I have to say they always just come to me you know i was just thinking man i wish i had somebody that could tell me about this area and then i bumped into you at a gas station and uh, uh it's been fascinating talking to you uh is there anything well, else that you wanted to, to talk to about didn't get a chance this? to
1: I was just going to say to your point about how all these small communities operate, I was going to tell your listeners, the neat thing about this is you and I literally just kind of bumped into each other at a local convenience store here in one of these small communities. And that's how we met. So that's just kind of how these communities work.
0: (laughs) Well, that's the, I'm an old fashioned network. I'm trying to create this 1970s radio station. You know what I mean? Where the guests get respect and they don't get interrupted. And, uh, don't try to trap them with questions you know just be nice to them and just stay with the positive stories every single time you know uh and it's working out well to be honest with you you're you're doing uh, before i let you go you're doing something that i i I, i'm dreaming about doing i'm striving to do and that's to get this umbrella of schools under my uh under my coverage you know what i mean that a Friday night you could get these five games or or you know, start it with four teams or two teams, I don't know. But uh start somewhere and then build like an umbrella of uh schools that I cover that you can come to my site and and, and get the play by play and get the analysis for.
1: Yeah, it's uh there's definitely an appetite for local sports in these communities, that's for sure. All right.
0: Well, thanks for everything that you're doing let's say it one more time is there anything else or let, let our listeners know what the call letters are again
1: yeah we are 100.5 FM, america's best country and I basically described that station's format as being country legends. Uh, that's your home for Johnny Cash, Dolly Parton, Waylon Jennings, so on and so forth. And then we have uh, our Bloomfield station, 106.9 FM KUDV, uh, Hometown Radio. And uh, I basically described that station's format as being early Garth Brooks in the early 90s up till today and everything in between. And uh, can they stream this uh, uh, somewhere? Uh, if they go to that hometownradio.net website, when they land on our homepage, kind of uh, if you're on the web, uh, on a desktop version, kind of up in your upper right hand corner, there'll be a link you can click on to listen, and you can choose which station you listen to. Uh, if you're on the mobile version and you load up our webpage, there should be a little play button down at the bottom of your screen.
0: You can click that, and then it'll also let you select which station you listen to. Well, I'm going to the Merle Haggard channel. Which one is that?
1: That would be KMEM. (laughs) Okay, I'm
0: on top of that right now. (laughs) Very good. (laughs) Uh, All right, well, thanks for being with us.
1: No problem. Thank you for asking me to come on. I really enjoyed it. It was nice to visit with you.